0: hello beautiful beings welcome to journey to self this episode is going to be a little different it's kind of personal I just wanted to hop on here to explain a brief little story of something that I just went through Um, it's just an awareness perspective right so when we're going through our ascension process, and we're getting to know ourselves and we're becoming aware, which means that we are taking full accountability for our actions, our beliefs, what we perceive others should believe, and just that knowing that, you know, we can't change what other people are believing. We can certainly express ourselves, um, but there's no sense in really arguing to um anyone really but um especially to someone who you know holds a different belief system whether it's true or not to them it's true um to you it might not be and then there's you know the third the third side right so there's three sides to every story um so you know i was accidentally called, and I overheard someone's conversation on the phone. And I stayed on the conversation a little longer than I should have. This is me taking accountability here. Um, but I overheard a conversation where somebody was discussing how um, people who are trannies, transvestites, who change their sexual appearance because they feel differently inside. And the words by this person that were used were, it is gross, it is wrong, it is immoral, these people are confused, they don't know any better, it's disgusting, but we don't judge them. And when I heard that, but we don't judge them, it was like this trigger for me. Well What do you mean you don't judge them? Everything you just said was coming from a judgmental place. And I was just in such disbelief. Like, how could you sit there and say all that and say, but we don't judge them. So, you know, I, personally, um, I learned a lot about trainees when I was, um, going to school for surgical technology. Um, it was actually in a end of the four-year course that I had to, um, do some work and testing on in order to get my recertification. And I had to do this particular course on reversal surgeries. So women who, um, were given surgeries to have a penis and men who, had the reversal, who were given a vagina. Um, I also have family members who are gay, not that they're necessarily trannies that that I know of, Um, but I had to learn a lot about it. Number one, what was so interesting was the reversals were so simple because when we are a baby, um, while we're in the womb actually, like our sex organs have not changed yet. It takes a couple of weeks And from one sexual organ comes either a penis or a vagina. So from a soul perspective, you know, we've lived many lifetimes. We've all been females and males. We've probably been animals. (laughs) Um, But when somebody is born a male and they grow up their whole life feeling female inside, like their soul feels like I am a woman, but I'm stuck in this male body. And its it has to be the most itching feeling in the world. Like, this is not right. I'm not who I am. And make no mistake, it's there from a really early stage, whether or not they have the awareness to really know exactly what's going on yet. Um, Obviously, in, you know, past times when things were less acceptable People would have lived their lives feeling this way forever, and it just must, must have been so torturous. So, you know, during my teachings with school, I definitely had to watch a lot of seminars that transgenders held, and I really grew to respect the transgender community. And really gave empathy to what these people are going through. Like, I can't imagine that, you know, I am a woman and I feel like a woman and it's like the greatest feeling in the world to me. So if I felt differently in a woman's body, I would feel so out of place and out of alignment. Um, Now, some people might not feel called to have that sex change and, and then that's okay. But some people do. Um, and I think that with that call, there's a stronger feeling of needing to change the body. So, you know, in reality, we are a soul, but our bodies are just this really just the skin vessel that we chose to incarnate into. Um, so at any rate, what the conversation happened, I ended up hanging up. I definitely was a little triggered by the judgment part by saying like, but we don't judge them. Um, Judging takes awareness to, you know, really face yourself and go, wow, did I judge there? And don't get me wrong, you know, even now, I I, I still catch myself judging things. And you have to take a step back. And as long as you're able to go, Ooh, you know what, I just, I just give a judgment, then that's okay. Like, this is all about you becoming aware of when you are you know, judging other people and being able to take that back and go, you know what? I just judged. Let me, let me see why I judged and let me try to see a different perspective. So what I ended up doing was sort of judging him for um, saying that he wasn't judging. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I hung up the phone and I said, well, you just butt dialed me into your training conversation. And he said, I'm so sorry. And he said that was an awkward conversation. And I said, I will leave my comments to myself, which again, I will also take accountability that that was kind of stirring the pot. I really felt this need to speak up and tell him, you know, you are judging. And I also feel like from another perspective, I learned so much about trainees that I would never have known about. I mean, I just would probably never have come across all that information and and feeling that empathy towards that um, group um, of, you know, individuals who are going through that. Um, I felt a need to kind of just speak up about it and bring empathy to the table. And from one perspective, you know, that's right. From one perspective, I'm sure you could see that that was wrong. Um, the important thing was that I needed to sit in, you know, why I felt the need to really speak up. And what triggered me was the part where, you know, we weren't judging anybody, but there was judgments. So with this particular person, you know, um, the conversation uh, we had did not go well. <laughs> um, And it's okay. You know, this person is very much stuck in old limiting belief systems that society once held. And this person believes that God created everybody as intended. So from one perspective, it's like, that's totally true from a quantum perspective. It's like, okay, well, yes, God created you and allowed you to come into this world. you know, exactly how you are created. But God also created you with free will. God created people who rape, lie, cheat, um, talk, walk, play, um, argue. Like he created people with a choice. He created people who were good or bad. So when we think from that level, it's like, well, what is our body? It's just a vessel. You know, if you're born with a nose, that you absolutely hate and it is just it's so long and it's so thick let's just say that you're a woman and it makes you feel so unconscious and it's like you know like you have all these things that you want to do but you feel so unconscious about self-conscious about yourself and you decide you know what like I'm gonna get a nose job maybe you've tried to face your fear, fears of being self-confident Um, and that's, you know, one thing that that person could do, they could face their fears and become confident in their nose. Um, they could find somebody who thinks they're absolutely gorgeous the way that they are. But if that person chooses to do something differently, maybe they choose, you know what, I'm going to get plastic surgery. This is the nose that I want. And I will feel so much better about my appearance when I get that plastic surgery done. So With this conversation, he just felt and believed that altering your body sexually when you are born with an X and a Y chromosome and all this kind of stuff is just going against God. So, you know, altering your body, what about, again, somebody who alters their nose? That woman could alter her nose and feel so confident in her skin now that she's able to be the, you know, 11,000 seat sold out um, public speaker who helps thousands of women who, you know, have gone through rape and is able to confidently speak in front of all these people to help heal them. So that altering of her body has allowed her to step into a greater aspect of herself that maybe she wouldn't have felt confident in. Now, does God love you any less for that? No, absolutely not. Um, or, you know, I said to him, how about men and women who decide they don't want children anymore, right? So they're going to get a vasectomy and their tubes tied or a woman who gets, um, you know, a reduction size of her body parts or a man who gets an increase in the size of body parts. Those are sexual organs that are altered. How about a, a child who gets a circumcision? Again, sexual, um, Organs that are altered after God made you. And God doesn't love you any less. Like we have free will. That's how he created us. He wanted us to choose. And we have to choose. We needed free will in this lifetime because this world is always evolving. It's always changing. So with a changing world, we need to change. This person has belief systems like this because of the way that they were raised. And that's okay from the work that I you know needed to accept from this conversation was again that you know you're going to speak with people who do not believe in the same belief systems as you and they don't have the expanded awareness to see multiple perspectives and that's going to happen. And you do have to understand and really discern when and when not to continue the conversation, because it's just going to lead in an argument, bitterness, um, and ultimately you changing something that's not meant for yours to change. So maybe in this lifetime, it's not his, um, you know, it's not his role to be this expansive person and have empathy for uh, trannies or people going through stuff like that. Um, there are still people who don't empathize with those who have AIDS and they see it as this huge stigma where they're gross or they're dirty. And, you know, we can't all evolve at the same time. And there are certain people who we have to realize it's not. To be a light being uh, and, um, and a guide um, or a healer, whatever you label yourself as, it's not our job to force people to believe a different way. We can certainly bring up perspectives and help show them to one, but we can't change their beliefs. Remember, a lot of these beliefs are really deeply rooted from childhood and It's up to the other person to see the perspective and go, hmm, you know what? I want to look into that. I want to look into that, see how I feel about that. And that's doing the work. And not everybody is here to do the work. Even if they're 65, 40, 30, 20, 80, they might not want to do the work. And that's okay. And that's got to be our part to understand that and know that, okay, well, what we can do is we can serve those who are willing to do the work, who are willing to accept the knowledge and receive what we're saying and be able to play with that. But not everyone's going to be at that level. So I do encourage you with this message just to share you kind of a personal um, story of what happened today, how, you know, it's it's going to really depend on The person you speak to with certain subjects, it's like talking to, you know, um, I don't know, it's like talking about politics with somebody who feels so strongly one way and so strongly the other. And then there's that one person who's just like, you know, I don't care what one person believes or what the other believes. Like, why can't we just sit in a room and have our beliefs? Why do we have to argue about it? Right. Um, when we truly believe in something and we feel so strongly about it and aligned with it, you won't have to feel like you need to force the other person to believe it or feel that way. You can certainly bring it up to conversation. And, and that's what I did. Um, however, I did get off the call, which had ended negatively, um, particularly on this person's end. Um, but I did say to him, you know what, I'm going to take accountability for this call because I instigated the comment. I was triggered by your um, saying that you weren't judging, and I, that hurt me, because it did. Like, it, it actually, like, hurt me. I'm like, wow, like, he is judging, and I feel the need to let him know that he's judging. And hey, just like, here's this piece of wisdom that I want to share with you about these people. They're not confused. They know exactly how they feel but because of how they feel, they walk around their entire lives just itching to be who they want to be. So I felt the need to express it. It's okay that it didn't turn out the right way, but I did take accountability for the part that I played in the conversation. And listen, maybe my conversation one day will hit him and he'll go, you know what? She had a, she had a point and um, so I did apologize from my part and um you know I did say that you know I know from your belief systems, you know, that it is true. Um he had said to me, you know, you are a part of this millennial group that thinks all the old stuff is wrong. And I said, Listen, I'm not a part of a millennial group. I do believe that some millennials out there, um And you can just understand this from maybe people you know, either speak because they feel truly passionate about something. And then some people also speak just to be a voice, but not even have like passion and direction of what they're speaking about. And that's the difference. But you don't have to be a millennial to be like that, right? You could be anybody, not labeled as anything, and be speaking against something without truly having the heart behind it. And I said, I am not that. But where my comment and what triggered me came from was my heart. I wouldn't want anyone to judge you if you were in that situation, because I care for you. And I also care for other people. So to hear those judgments, um, and then not be called judgments was, I felt hurt, you know, and maybe that's where I have to do my work a little bit, which is why I caught myself and I took accountability for kind of playing in the fire and wanting to step in and say something when in reality, it was really none of my business to. Um, But yet, I still felt the call to I don't regret it. Um, But this is all about, you know, showing you guys kind of an idea how day to day, we can take accountability for ourselves. Um, it's okay to speak up and speak your voice as long as you're not trying to change somebody's belief. Um, We did have a conversation after that. He did tell me, you are a kind person. I know this. You have a good heart. He knows that I meant well. And he still has his beliefs. We even talked about it, discussed it a little further. He still has his beliefs. And I kind of just said, you know, it's okay. Um, You can believe your thing what you believe is true to you, what I believe is true to me, um, you know, and that's that. And that was our conversation. It ended on a good note. Um, but yeah, so just take awareness for any time you feel judgmental thoughts come out or any time you do judge someone. If you can catch yourself, think of, think of that, right? Think of what triggered you to hold that judgment. Um, and <clears throat> Anytime you feel the need to quickly, you know, and defensively say anything about something, bring awareness of that. What triggered you to speak up before you were spoken to? All right. I hope that this message helped you guys in your journey. Blessings.